0: welcome to the my inner tiger podcast i'm your host sydney DiCamella. i'm also a wife mother master life coach course creator and spiritual sherpa over the past few years i have overcome extreme anxiety depression addiction infertility and chronic illness and as a result i've made it my life's mission to teach other women like you that no matter what battle you're up against you have an inner tiger a power within to create and manifest whatever your heart desires. If you are tired of being a victim and ready to be boss of your life, you have come to the right place. Each episode, I'm gonna share tools, teachings, and techniques I have used and taught countless other women so that together we can create a life beyond our wildest dreams. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your inner tiger is just waiting to be unleashed. I'm so happy you've tuned in. Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, I'm so excited that you've tuned in. I hope that you are able to get some really good takeaways from this episode. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about happiness and what happiness means to me, really, Um, why I think that it's so hard for us to really find happiness in our lives. Why I think that we hear all the time from these self help gurus, reading books, listening to podcasts, listening to all these people around us, myself included. And we're like, okay, you tell me how to be happy. That sounds great, but why am I not actually applying it in my life? Why? Is it so difficult for me to apply these things that do make sense when I hear them, but I hear them and then I go back and I try to do stuff and it just totally goes by the wayside. I fall right back into my old patterns and I'm still unhappy. So why is that? Well, there's a lot of reasons for that and I want to dig into what I really think is underlying this whole reason that it's so difficult for us in this day and age to come to this true state of pure happiness. And I wanna start by saying it's not our fault. We are literally up against a giant in this world called technology, okay? Technology has brought on this whole energetic theme of moving fast, 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 fast. Everything is instant gratification. Everything we want, we want it now. We can get it now because it's readily available. Hit a button on your phone and you get it delivered the next day with Amazon or heck, even like in a few hours these days, right? Um, Anything we want, it's readily available. Everything, that we do has to be done now, now, now. Anyone who needs to get in touch with us can get in touch with us immediately because we have our cell phones on us at all times, right? We are in this fast, 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 fast fast-paced, fast-moving society now. And here's the deal. That does not line up with how us human beings are created, okay? So technology is new to the humans okay how long have the humans been around like trillion years (laughs) maybe not i don't know i don't actually know um thousands of years million years i don't know i guess it depends on who you ask um but listen we were not built this way we were not built to live this way so this environment that we are constantly that we're surrounded we, we are living in this day and age Is telling us more 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 we're getting it from all angles in our television in the billboard the signs everywhere the stores everywhere that we need to look this way feel this way be this way all this information is coming at us like rocket ships and we're just not built to sustain this amount of all of this okay so there is a reason that it is so difficult especially today to find true peace and happiness in our lives, okay? Now then you have to look at the fact that when we do try to implement these things that everyone talks about, like the meditations, the journaling, the slowing down, the going out in nature, the exercising, just all the things, right? All the things that of course I talk about and a lot of people talk about. It's like, when do we have time to fit these things into our schedule? It sounds great, but is it realistic in today's society? Okay, so I want to touch on that, and I want to give an example about something that I've been looking into lately. Um, there, I found out that recently that there's this really awesome school, like within driving distance of us, that I had never heard of for kids, and it's like um, early learning age to uh, eighth grade, I think. <clears throat> so I have my opinion on public school. I have my opinion about the way the world works. I'm very opinionated, in case you haven't noticed. Um, I'm not judgmental for anyone else's decisions or anything that they want to do. I'm just very opinionated when it comes to how I might want to be raising my child. So we're looking into alternative ways to school him we're just looking into it we're in early stages he's only three so far so there's this school and i learned about how a lot of their teaching is done um, outside and a lot of their teaching is done by doing as opposed to like like filling them with scholastic information coming into their brain right and the way that they explain it to me is that it caters to a child's like human development needs which regular public schools don't like at a very young age we're piling in this information into their brains and this is what can cause you know children to have like a lot of learning disabilities and a lot of anxiety at a young age because their brains aren't meant to learn all of this information so early and then you add screens and electronics and all this stuff and it's like their brains are overloaded at this young age you know up until they're about 7 years old what they need to be doing and learning is how to be coordinated you know how to do activities using their hands and how to use their bodies and you know where they fit into the world and All of that stuff using their imagination because that's these are very important fundamental things that our children need to learn because that's how humans are made right and then you have a lot of people who are like have this whole argument well i don't you know so then you have this whole argument about well kids it's good for them to have electronics and and to do the stuff, because that's the way that the world works now, right? It's like, why would we want to keep them away from electronics when this is the way the world is? And I have a complete understanding for that way of thinking. Um, And again, let me just say, I'm not... I'm not saying any of this as like, I think children need to be like this. It's totally, every kid is different. Some kids really need stimulation. Like if they're geniuses, right, they need information. Every child is different. Um, But it's really had me thinking about just us as humans, not just children, but the way that for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years, we learn and evolve and grow and use our brains and develop is not in line with this new way of doing things, which has only been the last, what, 10 years, 20 years? I don't know. It depends, like, how you really look at it. You know, was it when phones came out? Was it when the internet came out? Who knows? Anyway, but it hasn't been very long at all. So we don't even know the long-term effects about how this is going to affect us, right? And then you have to really think like, okay, if this is how fast and rapid we're progressing now, where's this going? And this is where it gets really tricky with, you know, like conspiracy theories and all this stuff around turning us into robots because we're easier to control and, you know, having things implanted in our skin and. Everyone thinks it's so cool because it's technology and makes life so much easier. But if we keep having this need to make things easier and move on into the future, where's this leading us, right? Where's our human, our spirituality, where's our light, where's our individuality, where's our our humanness gonna go from here? Okay, so that's a whole nother story, right? Anyway, so let's bring it back to looking at how we are developing okay as the the inner needs that we have as humans and so like I was saying about this whole child things got me thinking like of course even us human adults are dealing with this on a day-to-day basis because we're bombarded with all of this information and this technology and we're not made to function that way. It's not, How we're built. So, we literally, in order to be quote unquote happy, we have to put up a really big fight to go against the tide of where our current society is taking us. And that takes a lot of work and it's hard. It's hard to find the time because everything needs to be done, 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 do, 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 more, 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 more. I got goals, 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 goals. And I talked about this in the last podcast. We are always chasing something. We are always chasing that relationship, that extra income, that career, that promotion, right? That health goal, that weight goal, We're chasing all of these things, why? Because of what we think it's going to give us, the way we think it's going to make us feel. And in some ways, it will make us feel good. If we're working on a big weight loss goal, we're gonna feel better when we lose the weight because the weight is unhealthy, right? And if we find a relationship that we really love and it's a great relationship, it's going to feel nice, right? And then if we get that money and we get that bigger house, it's going to have its appeal. So there's nothing wrong with wanting these things, but I'm telling you that let's say you get all of them. You get all of them, then what? Like I said in the last episode, all of these things that we want will not make us happy. And everything that we do in our lives is to get an emotion. It's not to get a thing, it's to get emotion. If we are going after a thing, it's because we want what that thing is going to make us feel. So if we can identify what it is that we want to feel and then work on getting that, that, my friends, is where the happiness lies, okay? So let's talk about our nervous systems. Our nervous systems, because of this chaotic society we are living in, this chaotic um, way of life, is causing our nervous systems to be like a big, like raging seas, okay? It's like it's like we've got these rivers that are just like phew, white water. We've got white water everywhere in our lives. This is how our nervous systems work, but what we want... Where we're going to find that inner peace, what we're all really looking for, inner peace, is in the calm, in the calm seas, okay? That's where we're still and we're able to breathe, we're able to relax, and we're able to be, and we're able to just simply enjoy, simply enjoy the small things, the big things, all of it. good things the bad things doesn't mean we're not going to experience sadness it doesn't mean we're not going to experience anger doesn't mean we're not going to experience grief it doesn't mean we're not going to experience all of the flavors of emotion because they're out there all the time meant to be felt in all ways okay so we're not trying to avoid negative emotions here we're just trying to come into a place where our seas are calm in the midst of no matter what emotion we are moving through at any given time, okay? Is this attainable at all times? Um, sure. If you're like a monk. (laughs) But we're not monks, most of us are not monks. And so I don't think that the goal is to attain this at all times. I think the goal is to always be striving for this level of awareness, this level of deep, calm seas and intimacy within ourselves to where when the waves come and the rapids come, we're not so thrown off, right? And those around us, like our children and our families, they don't get the the backlash of what it feels like when we are not at peace right because let's be honest a lot of what we don't like about ourselves is what we're putting off to other people especially if you're a parent i know that you can relate you know there's a reason why people today so many people today are on prescription medications for anxiety depression anything because we're going 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 and we're constantly trying to keep up and we're looking at people on social media thinking well they've got it figured out i should be able to do that it's a sad state of affairs and we as a humanity need to come together and connect with one another and recognize first that we're all human and that this is all hard for all of us right But we also need to just get really in touch with ourselves and understand, okay, these pharmaceuticals are not good for me. This lifestyle that I am trying to attain is not good for me. No matter how much money or success or relationship status or whatever the heck it is you're going for that you have... You still have to deal with yourself every day. You still have to wake up every single morning and be like, here's me. I'm looking right at me today. So what am I going to do about it? So how do we get this? How do we get this state of peace that we so desperately want, that we hear about, that we read about, that I'm talking about? How do we get this inner peace? Well, I think it first starts with recognizing that we are truly up against a really big giant here. So don't go in this saying, this should be easy, because it's not, you're you're going against the tide. It's like, have you ever been in the ocean and the tide is like, or the current, the current is moving like way right, right? And you're trying to walk left against the current. Like this is what you're dealing with, you're dealing with all of this stuff coming at you. So it's going to take... It's going to be harder than it used to be back in the 80s, even the 90s, right? And then, of course, be, before all of that, it's going to be harder now than it was then because of everything that's new. All the technology, all the fast, 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 the bright, shiny lights, the shiny things were constantly, constantly, constantly have coming at us. So acknowledging that you do actually have to put in effort and acknowledge, like like truly understand that this is not going to come easy. Now, I also wanna point out that a lot of people might be like me, where I don't like to do things until I'm inspired to do them. Can anyone relate to that? I like to move to the beat of my own drum, do things when I'm fully inspired to do them. That includes exercising, meditating, journaling, blah, 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 blah. And so doing things that are like daily practices that require me to actually do something or get up earlier, it's really hard for me. And I have a podcast and I have a business for helping people. Like I get it. I get it. And do I do this every day perfectly? Absolutely not. Am I talking to myself right now? Yeah, I am. I am totally talking to myself too. I am right here with you in the trenches. We all are. There's no one not in the trenches with this. Okay? So if we acknowledge that it's not easy, then we have to do the hard thing. And that's make the commitment to do the things. Making the commitment to doing the things is where the depth of the hardness comes in, right? Getting up whenever you need to get up. I mean, you don't have to get up early and exercise or meditate and do all that. But that is where a lot of things happen. But some people do better later in the day. I've always traditionally worked out best at 2 p.m. I don't know what it is about 2 p.m. My body really likes to work out at 2 p.m. I'm trying to change that now. I just signed up for a program and I'm gonna try to do things a little bit earlier. We'll see how that goes, I'll let you know. (laughs) But um, doing things like exercising, duh, we all know that. Hello, it's 2022, most people are like rocking it in the gym. That was not the case back in the day, right? Um, But doing these things, meditating, journaling, really getting yourself quiet. And that's the other thing, is recognizing that, yes, exercise is one thing, but I think the biggest beast in today's society is stillness. It's finding the stillness. Because sometimes when we sit in stillness, our minds are so conditioned to be like, am And we go crazy and don't even like it. So then we start, we just get up and start doing, doing, doing again, because we don't like having to sit with ourselves. And when you first start getting still and quiet, it's the worst. Because you're not, you know, it's those first few, I don't know, days, weeks, months, even it can be, of moving through the chatter in your mind that are really the most difficult, same with like working out at first. If you're starting a new workout program and you go, you know, those first few days of getting to the gym or the first few weeks of, you know, really doing stuff, you're like, eh, eh, that was hard, you know, but it's getting over that hump that I think is the biggest deal. Um, but we have to do it. We have to do it because these things are what it's going to make us happy. I mean, Working out, yeah, you can work out because you want a nice ass, but working out is so good for your mental health. I have realized this, when I start to, when it goes like almost a week and I haven't worked out, I can tell my mind is not right. Like it's just, I'm like, oh, I need to work out, right? Um, Or I need to meditate or I need to just spend time in nature or sit and journal, like something I've got to get back to me. Right, And also, there's this whole thing. This is a total tangent, but I want to talk a little bit about coffee. Um, There is nothing wrong with coffee. There's nothing wrong with caffeine. There's nothing wrong with getting a little bit of a boost in your energy. And God knows sometimes I absolutely need that. I've recently been back on a coffee kick because I've been more tired. Um, But I realized in this recent... um, journey with coffee for the past few weeks, that this whole nervous system of white water, it's not helping, it's not helping me. Um, maybe that's because I'm drinking too much, I don't know, I really gotta figure it out, but I would play with your coffee intake a little bit and like, yes, we sometimes we really need it to help us, you know, on those days where it's like, I really gotta power through and just get stuff done, but on other days, try to slow it down, Try to take in a little bit less coffee because you can actually, it's like you can actually see things a little bit more peacefully, be a little bit more clear in your thoughts. Um, it's easier to go into a meditation, Meditation. it's easier to get more present, so that's a little side note, I just wanted to talk about that. Um, getting out in nature, you know, getting out in nature is interesting, I absolutely love to be out in nature. Um but I kind of avoid it a lot. It's the weirdest thing, but every time I actually get out there, as long as it's not scorching hot, I really feel a shift in my energy. And you also need to put down the electronics when you go out in nature. And if it's hard for you to go out in nature, and you're like, all these people talk about going out in nature and how it's so good for them, so good for them, but I don't feel that. Um, I hear ya, I've been there, Um, I think it just depends on, you know, is your phone with you? Are your electronics with you? Have you given yourself time to sit down and breathe? It's all a matter of getting into a state of mind in your nervous system. If you can, like, ground and do some breath work and then go out in nature or do it while you're in nature, it really makes a big difference because it helps you really just connect the reason you can't connect is because you've got all the blah, 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 going on in your mind and in your brain. You're thinking about all these different things. And so it's hard. It's, it's a great place to get present, but it's also important to try to get present. So just being in nature without being present, you're not going to feel much, right? So try to get present and then be in nature. It makes a big difference. So again, there's all these different things we can do to calm the whitewater, to calm the seas, to find our presence, to find our center, which is where we will find our happiness. And everyone's different. Everyone's coming from different family dynamics, different work dynamics, different schedule dynamics, different cultures, everything. I know I have a lot of listeners from different parts of the world, not just the U.S. So like. There's, everyone's situation is different. There's no one size fits all. So you really need to tailor what you're doing to yourself. You know, tailor what works for you to get your mind and your nervous system to a present moment. It's like exercising. I don't like the gym. It is fine. I finally come to this like acceptance. I just am not a gym energy person. There's nothing wrong with the gym. There's nothing wrong with the people at the gym. You know, my friend and I were talking the other day, and she really pointed some stuff out. And I was like, that's probably why I don't like the gym, because it's a place with a whole bunch of people where they go. No one talks to anybody. Everyone's in their own world. It's like you're right beside people, and you don't look at each other. And like that whole, it's just weird to me. Like, if I'm in the grocery store, I'm smiling at everyone. I'm looking at everyone. So, like, being in the gym and just, like, it just feels, like, cold. Is that? I mean, like, I don't know. That's just me. I love yoga classes. Love yoga classes. I can't do yoga classes all the time because the, the in-person ones near me um, aren't at the best timing-wise with, like, school drop-off and all that. But I do go to one once a week. And then now I'm starting to do some home workouts, So we'll see how that goes because I want to be more consistent with it because I know when I'm more consistent with it, I feel better mentally. I just feel better mentally. And I feel stronger. And so I just I, I feel better, right? So working out isn't just about being good looking. It's about feeling really good and having like a pep in your step. You know, when you feel strong, you have a pep. In your step you're just happier right you're more confident like it just feels good your body and your cells are like yeah fuck yeah we feel good you know anyway so i want to also talk a little bit about coaching so coaching for anyone who doesn't know i'm a life coach certified master life coach and the beauty in hiring a life coach is because we can work with you to tailor to exactly what you need right so I'm like a guide working with your energy, working with what works for you, with your schedule, helping you get to this place where you just fall in love with life and with yourself and everything around you. Truly, that's the beauty of working with a coach. So if you're interested in that, I would love to have a free consultation with you. Let me know. Um, send me a message on Uh, social media just send me a dm or you can email me sydney s-i-d-n-e-y at minortiger.com we can have a conversation about what it's like no strings attached but i'm telling you i'm telling you working with a life coach is what started me on my journey to finding like this whole whole new life that i love because I've said this so many times in other podcasts and I'm not even exaggerating. I did not like life. I tried so hard, I did. I tried so hard to love it. I tried everything under the sun of what I was being sold on billboards and online about what I needed to make me happy. I did the drugs. I did the prescription pills because the doctor told me that's what would make me happy. I did everything. I tried the relationships. I tried everything. I tried everything on the outside. And it didn't work. It didn't work. I finally had to invest in me and come home to me. And that's what you need to So do you have to work with a life coach to do this? No, but it's a beautifully tailored approach to going directly to the source and getting what it is that you need instead of finding all these piecemeal, you know, books around you and learning, you know, all the hard way, the general way stuff that everyone needs to hear, you know, like it's like going straight to the source and Targeting exactly what you specifically need, and being held accountable in a beautiful, graceful way. So, um, anyway, I just love coaching. I'm the biggest fan, um, obviously, because that's what I do, and I'm very passionate about it. So, I hope that this podcast touched your soul in some special way today, and give you some understanding of what you're really up against in this society and that you're not alone. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not unmotivated. You're not, you know, a loser. (laughs) I know these are some of the voices that go through our head all the time. Um, you're very normal. What you're dealing with is very normal and it's hard. It is hard to move through what we are up against in, in our world today. Um, so I feel you, I see you, I understand you, and, uh, and I want the best for you, I really do. I want everyone listening to feel a sense of peace within on a regular basis because that has been what has most changed my life and I just wanna scream it from the mountaintops. You know, you can't tell everyone or, or you can't tell one person at one time, like everything they need to do to be happy. Like it's a journey and everyone's journey looks different. Um, but you know, if I can just add one little piece of something to you, then I have done my job. I love you. Have a beautiful day and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of minor tiger. Before you go, I have a free gift to offer you. If you're anything like me and struggle with overwhelming feelings of stress and anxiety on a regular basis, I invite you to download my freedom in five formula, where you'll discover how to change your state in less than five minutes. This is my beautiful gift to you and cost $0. So head on over to myinnertiger.com forward slash freedom to download this now. Also, if you loved what you heard today, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes so I can keep the ball rolling. And finally, if you're not already, come follow me on Instagram at My for more juicy goodness and fun inspiration. I can't wait to connect with you there. Now, my dear friend, go out into this world and create some magic. I'll catch you on the next episode.